let's talk about healing, hope, and the possibility of afterlife. As we all will go through some kind of loss at one point in our life, and we will need help to get through it, even if you don't think you do. We're here to help you find your light at the end of the tunnel. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. Hey, Misty, do you believe in numbers and how they affect your life? I have heard that there is something about numbers affecting your life, but I don't know what I believe about it. What do you got for me? Yeah, there's two different things that you can go off of. There's the angel numbers, something that you see on a regular basis. Like a lot of people see one, 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 one. Okay. And that's one of the things that the angels are trying to tell you something. And then for your birthday, that is numerology, which I can, I'm going to go into more detail on. Okay. Which is more mathematical and scientific a little bit on that end. All right. I get what you're saying. Cause I've heard of people saying every time they look at their clock, they see one, 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 you know, kind of like you're saying, I have had a number follow me my whole life. Okay. Nine, four. And then I've also kind of heard, maybe that has to do with astrology, like numbers with your birthday and stuff. So could you explain a little bit like what numerology really is like numerology for dummies? AKA me. <laughs> yes, I can do that. But let me share with you what that nine four means, what your angel is trying to tell you. For 94, it says be success. Celebrate yourself. Your angels acknowledge that you've struggled long and hard to come to this moment. Success is yours to receive. Recognize where in your life you are successful. There is nothing too small to congratulate yourself about today. Does that sound like something? I think that is very appropriate for what I need to hear today. So I like that. So, okay. So that is one way of looking at numbers is when you see numbers and what you just said, a number consistent in my life that I see is like coming from my angels, right? Yeah. Okay. Angels, spirit guides, they're trying to tell you something that you might not have known on your doing it by yourself by like, oh, wait, I am successful. I can do this. I can do this. I like it. Okay, yes. cool. But you have a whole other plan for us today on numerology, right? Yes. <laughs> In numerology, it's the study of the mystical relationships between numbers and numerical patterns in your life. It is an intricate mixture of science, mythology, philosophy, and it's a key to decoding the universe and finding your soul's purpose. It's not telling you your future. It's not like your crystal ball going to say, oh, this is what's going to happen to you. This is just going to help you show you and your highest potential. Okay. So getting all this information, just so everybody knows where I started with this, because I was learning along the way as well. The book that I was read is a beginner's guide to numerology by Joy Woodward. So if you all, anybody is interested in learning on how to do their own numbers, numerology for themselves, 
This is a very simple guide to how to do it. So I suggest getting this book. It's very easy to follow. We could put a link to that book in our show notes. And actually, anybody who clicks on our links and goes to Amazon, we get credit for it. So all of our books that way to help keep us doing these shows, we'd appreciate if you would do that. Yes, please. And we have a few people to thank for helping figure out what the numerology. For one, there's Dr. Dow Bailey. She is credited with introducing the modern numerology to the Western world. Her unique teachings were based on the Pythagorean, the theory of numerology. So it was very interesting to know that she wasn't just the only one. There's other people that helped with the numerology and with significant influence, which is Dr. Julia Sutton, who popularized this system and gave it the modern name numerology. And then her daughter, Dr. Juno Jordan, also continued her legacy in helping with introducing it to everybody as well. And one thing she said is numbers do not lie. Well, that's cool. And I don't know a lot about numerology, but I am curious and interested to see what you worked up for us today. Did you happen to do any calculations to share? Because you were asking me some curious questions about my birthday and stuff the other day. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I did calculations for both of us. Awesome. I'll share yours and mine, just a few of them. And then I'll go into more detail about other ones that you can do, but I won't go into the mathematical way of doing it. Thank you. Yeah. You'll have to get (laughs) get the book for yourself to actually learn how to do the other numbers. It's not a math class today. Yeah, it's not. Sometimes we give little science class, but we're not doing math classes. (laughs) Yes, not at all. Not at all. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. I won't give our actual year because I don't want everybody to know all of our information. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I will start out by giving everybody how to calculate your birthday. So you have your birthday number. So you'll have the month that you were born, Mm -hmm. then the day that you were born, and then the full year you were born. So say you were born 2019, you would use the two, the zero, the one and the nine. Okay. So let me start with an example. I'll say January 21st, 2019. Okay. So you'll have the one for January and then you'll use 21. But since everything is single digit in numerology, it goes one through nine. So you would add the two plus one, which is three. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you take the year, which is 2019, you would add up the two plus zero plus one plus nine is 12 total. So again, since there's two numbers the year adds up to, you'll want to add the one and two because 2019 equals 12. If you add the two plus zero plus one plus nine. So that would be three there. So you have one, which is January. So one plus three, which is four. And then you add another three, which is your year, which means your birthday number is seven. So the person who has a January 21st birthday, 2019, their numerology number is seven. So let me tell you what that seven would mean. So then there's a guide to reference once you get a number 
you cross-reference that with what that number means. Yes, exactly. So the birthday number of seven is you overanalyze everything. You try to find deep meaning in all that you do and are always learning and reading. You love good conspiracy theory. You are both inquisitive, fiercely private. You need what can seem like an excessive amount of sleep and are curious, bordering on meddlesome. Your lesson is to learn to work with others in a selfless way. So that's what the seven would mean. Okay. I don't think we have any viewers listening that were born in 2019. I know that, (laughs) but I just giving an example so people can figure out how to do it themselves. I want to know if you did yours and what yours is. Mine is three. Mine is a three. Okay. And yours is four. Oh, okay. You're three and I'm four. Cool. Yes. All right. So I'll just, mine is a short one. So you are friendly and energetic and your creativity has no limits. You are very social, joyous, and the life of the party. Your lesson is to learn to manage your emotions and to stop seeking instant gratification. So do you feel in line with that? Do you think that's accurate? Yes and no. I'm usually not the life of the party. But uh, <laughs> oh, okay, because I am the shy one. I'm usually the shy one in groups. Okay, but I am very creative because of my background. I'm a dancer and everything else, so I get that side of it. And for your birthday number four, mm-hmm. you are practical, reliable, hardworking, honest, and fair. You are organized and prompt. You like to have a plan and always want to know what to expect. Your lesson is to learn to release control. So what do you think about that for you? I think that is right on point for me. I'm a little spooked right now, actually. (laughs) So yeah, so there is that. I mean, it usually is pretty right on for most people. Like for mine, it's just a little, mine's not all the way true for me, Mm -hmm. because like I said, I'm the shy one in the group usually. Maybe your parents didn't tell the truth about your birthday. Uh oh. <laughs> I hope that means I'm younger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it does. It does. You could just go with that. Right. But I see this for you because you are hard. I see you as a hard worker. I see that from when we were working at our other job together. Right. And doing the podcast together. I see you always working to get it. done and you're always on top of it. So I see that for you. And what was the last thing it said there about control? The control, it says your lesson is to learn to release control. Do you think you need to not always take control? That is like my biggest struggle right now is releasing control of things that are out of my control. That is the problem. See, there you go. So that is, yes, this is true to you. Your number is so true to me. And then we have another one that we can do. Awesome. Using your birth name. Oh, okay. So you would use your first. And if you have a middle name, your middle name. Yeah. And your last name. And your last name needs to be your maiden name. Right. Before I got married. Before you got married. And you've already done this for me. Yes, I have done this for you. Awesome. And this is called your destiny number. Oh, 
destiny number. I like this. And this one, it's a little bit more into it. This one's going to be hard to go do this yourself because you would need to know the numbers that attach to the letters, Oh, okay. which you could probably go look up online easily. Right, right, right. So for yours, with your name, Misty, each letter yeah. is attached to a number. Well, you took my first, middle, and maiden name. Yes. Okay. So I'll just start with showing people how I did with your first name. Okay. With Misty, the M value was four. The I value was nine. Your S, it was one. And the T was two. And your Y was a value of seven. Okay. So that equals 23. Okay. Remember, you can't use two numbers. So then you would add the two plus three, which would equal five. Oh, you add the two and the three, and then you get five. Okay. Yeah. So your first name is five, but again, you would do that for each name. Okay. Got it. So again, so for you, your destiny number is six. Oh, okay. And six was what you got out of my first middle and maiden name. Yes. And you added those together. Yes. I added all those together. Okay. Again, remember double digits, you add those together as well. So then five is the first one. Say I had a three for the middle and seven for your last. Those then you would add up together and then you would get your destiny number. And again, if you have two digits, then you have to add those together. Got it. Like I said, your destiny number is six. Okay. It says the nurturing perfectionist. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of your best qualities is your loyalty, although sadly it is rarely returned. You've likely been shaped by having family responsibilities from a young age. Having a happy and stable home is important to you, and you excel in the realms of the domestic. You make a wonderful parent. And if you don't have children, you will channel your nurturing into animals. You're a sensible, mature, and trustworthy, responsibly feeds your soul. You are a good judge of character and give great advice, playing the role of counselor to your friends or professional. You want to beautify your surroundings. Pretty things bring you joy and comfort. Your shadow is that you can be smug, sarcastic, conceited, believing no one can do the job as well as you. <laughs> Others may mistake your high personal standards as competition or condensation. You tend to meddle, worry, seek constant recognition. Don't get too caught up in what other people think or in other people's problems. Okay. Does that sound like you at all? I think I could take that. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Especially the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and with mine, my destiny number was one. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. Interesting. Because with the one, it says the leader and decision maker. You like to get your own way and usually do. Your career must have room for upward mobility in order for you to stay motivated and you will likely end up in charge. Your intentive mind gives you quick problem-solving skills. You have great vision and intuitive ideas and excel at getting people on board to bring your ideas into reality. Ones get excited about ideas, really excited. 
but can lose interest when it comes to details and often struggle with follow through. Remember to set boundaries and to stand up for yourself. You fear failure. If you don't think you'll be the best at something, you won't even try. When living from your shadow side, you can be bossy, impatient, arrogant, selfish, and use your influence for evil. Embrace your leadership gifts of inspiration, independent thinking, and unique ideas. Your originality should to be shared. Ultimately, the destiny number one will demand you utilize these gifts and create opportunities to fulfill your vision. And how do you feel about that? I see myself on some of this, but I don't use anything for evil. Okay, good. I was a little worried about that one. When you said that one, you weren't looking at me, but my eyes popped out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't do anything evil or if I do, I don't do it on purpose. I try to be the nicest person I can. Right. So I see myself again, it's creativity and my, that your ideas for me. Yeah. Yeah. I see that again from here doing this podcast comes out creativity from when I was a dancer, creativity, choreographer, you bring out your creativity there. Right. I did theater creativity. So I see this one a little bit. It's just that, that evil part that I don't agree with. Yeah. Yeah. But there's other numbers that can control and have control over your destiny, your life. Mm -hmm. And there's two other ones that work with your name. One you use only you count to your vowels. Oh, okay. Which is your soul number. Oh, did you do our soul numbers or just telling us about it? I did do our soul numbers. And wait a minute, because I'm going to back up for a second. Yes. If the birth name are destiny numbers, what did we call the birthday? Those are our birthday numbers. Oh, okay. I didn't miss anything. Okay. No, you didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. So now what you're saying is there are numbers called our soul number. Yes. And that is from counting just the vowels in your name. Cool. Okay. I'm so excited that you did that. So yes. what you got? Your soul number is seven. Oh, I like that number. Cause like lucky seven, that's what I think of. <laughs> and actually it's interesting because you say that some people use these numbers to help navigate their life, not to tell their future. Exactly. Yeah. So it's also interesting that in tarot, and I've only recently been studying a little bit more about tarot, they have numbers associated with cards one through 10 and one is a beginning two is duality, but each of the numbers appear on a suit of cards. And so they use that number to also weigh into what that suit represents. And seven in tarot is inspired action and magic. Okay. Interesting. That's cool. So I'm curious to hear what it is in numerology. So your soul number seven, it's called the mysterious one. Oh, I like that because my name is Misty. There you go. So your soul number is seven, the mysterious one. 
It says your intelligency makes you charming and refined. You give others the impression that you prefer to keep things private. The soul number may choose a life of solitude, preferring your own company to that of others. If you do couple up, it will be when you are mature and within a very private and safe relationship. You may find the idea of becoming a monk or nun appealing. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Right. You prefer to talk about facts rather than unpredictable feelings and emotions. Your impersonal approach to romantic relationships can cause distrust as other person might feel that you are withholding from them. Becoming emotionally vulnerable and making deep connections is out of your comfort zone, but necessary for a fulfilling life. Okay. Well, that's interesting. What's your soul number? My soul number is four. Four. So we're going to look up what the soul number four means for Trisha. Yeah. So soul number four can appear cold or aloof. Oh, emotions can be volatile, and the four likes to keep them under control along with everything else. This number takes a practical approach to everything, including love and may not seem very romantic on the surface. You are capable of romance, but that romantic gesture or dinner will be planned and executed perfectly. You prefer giving and receiving practical rather than whimsical gifts. Your best quality is that you are dependable and will build a well-ordered life offering strong support to your partner. You'll want to find a stable love with someone you trust to help you build your dreams. So I see that. Okay. Can I tell you what four represents in tarot? Yes. Structure, stability, and foundation. So it's kind of similar. Yeah, a little bit. So it's interesting on that one. And then again, there's another one that works with your name. And that one, you just use your consonants in your name. Okay. And what does that represent? And that's your personality number. Okay. And you factored those into? Yes. Ooh, all right. Your personality number is eight. Ooh, I like to compare these to the tarot meaning. Okay. So what is eight for you? Eight is infinity, success, and power. I like that. Okay. So <laughs> it kind of has something similar, strong and impressive. So you're influential, powerful, ambitious, authoritative, business-minded, visionary, confident, refined, ruthless, greedy, conceited, controlling. So there's a little good and bad there. Just yeah. Little, you know, none of us are perfect. Yeah. No, <laughs> not at all. Like, so don't hate me for my personality number. Right. <laughs> oh, what's yours? My personality number is six. Okay, so six in tarot is balance, choice, and harmony. And this one is understanding and compassionate. I'm protective, reliable, resourceful, domestic, elegant, perfectionist, sympathetic, capable, nurturing, tasteful. Oh, you didn't have any negative ones in there like I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perfectionist isn't always the best thing either, though. Okay, yeah, but I have conceded in mine. That, that hurt. <laughs> well, when you're strong, you're some, most people that I could see that are strong are 
a little bit conceited. Got it. Not saying everybody, but okay. I'm just saying okay. I've right. seen people with that. <laughs> okay. And then there is a maturity number. Oh, maturity number. My husband and I joke all the time that we're not always that mature about stuff. We were kind of the beavis and butthead in our birthing class. <laughs> I mean, it's horrifying to think that, you know, a baby comes out of there. Right. We didn't watch the videos very well. We kind of sat in the back of the class and we were, uh, could have been a Saturday night live skit because they, <laughs> you know, they were trying to act things out on how the husband could be helpful to the wife. And the husband holds up a picture and goes, come on, honey, look at Muffy. They're, they're, and I don't know, we, we just lost it. We couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. We thought that was so funny. <laughs> Hey, oh my goodness. Look at Muffy. <laughs> like, you know, I'm screaming in pain and you're going to stand there saying, look at Muffy. <laughs> right. Your focal point needs to be Muffy, not the pain. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how that spoke to our maturity, but what did you find out? Okay. So with the maturity number, it's life path, which is your birth date number. Okay. Plus your destiny number. Oh. And your maturity number was one. That's not very high. <laughs> But that doesn't mean anything on that end. It sounds like a low IQ, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say in tarot that's the individual and new beginning. So it doesn't really relate here, but let's hear what you got. <laughs> you will require more independence and individuality and need to fight harder for recognition and rewards. Guard against becoming a bully and combative. Oh, okay. That's good. Does that work? Yeah, I'm an only child, so some of that kind of resonates there with being independent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like, you know, as a female and in a business world, I often have to fight my way through things and I have to fight not coming across as a bee, not bully, but you know, females in business sometimes when they're trying to look assertive, get misinterpreted. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. So yeah, most women do on that end, unfortunately. So what's your maturity number? My maturity number is two. Okay. Your sensitivity will increase as well as your tact and diplomacy. You will work harmoniously behind the scenes and guide gently rather than using force. Okay. Well, you know, in tarot, that kind of matches a little because two is choice, duality, and partnership. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. I see. I work, I try to work in harmony with people. Right. I don't force, I don't like to force anything. As you could tell from my last, our last job together. Right. We were sales. Yep. I didn't like to force anything on anybody. That's true. So I rather be gentle with people a little bit. So I can see that one for me. Right. Being there. Okay. And then the next one is our attitude number and your attitude number was seven. So this one is how you come about that one is you, you use your month plus your day, which then equals your attitude number. Okay. And like I said, your attitude number was seven. Okay. So it says you feel like small talk actually could kill you. (laughs) You know, I have to stop you here. This does crack me up 
because our podcasts, a lot of podcasts you listen to, I get really annoyed when people talk back and forth with each other when they have co-hosts and they're just catching up. Hey, I haven't seen you since a week ago when I really want to hear what their podcast is about, not their right. own personal lives. And so that's why we don't really do that here. You know, we don't yeah. ever go. So what do you been doing this week, Trisha? We did that before we start recording. <laughs> right. Yes, most definitely. Yes. Small talk isn't for everybody. So I find that really funny. Okay. That's good. If it involves fake smiling, you would rather stay home. You love a good spreadsheet. This makes <laughs> you seem standoffish. Okay. You have an air of mystery about you because you like to keep your cards close. Mm-hmm. You would much rather observe and ask questions than share anything too personal. Okay. You're inquisitive. You prefer one-on-one intellectual conversations over groups talking pleasantries. Your sarcasm and sometimes dry sense of humor is not always well-received. <laughs> Did you write that one in there? You said, no, it says it right here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> it says, know your audience. People find you intriguing, but hard to figure out. Okay. I'll take that. What's your attitude number? Give me some attitude for Trisha. <laughs> My attitude number is five. Okay. It says you use your charisma to navigate through and get what you want out of life. You prefer a jet fueled existence of adventure and fun. You seem to fear nothing and are always looking for a rush. You function best in an environment that's constantly changing dynamic and even chaotic. Others will pick up on your intolerance of boredom. Oh, interesting. And how do you feel? Does that like match with you? My one job, which was working in tax. Yeah. Is very chaotic Uh and always changing. Right. Because of all the tax laws you have. And so I can see that and I like adventure, but I don't always do it. Like I've always wanted to go skydiving, but have I ever skydived in my life? Okay, gotcha. So I like the thinking of a adventure and right. actually doing it is a whole nother story. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And then what we have the next is your personal year and cycles. Personal year and cycles. Okay. Yours was three. Okay. Oh, I like the number three. Okay. So your personal number being three is a year of social and emotional events. Okay. So your personal year three will be a social one. You may find yourself more popular than usual. Threes are great connectors. Be open to innovation. The universe wants to make sure some connections for you this year. Let them happen. This is your year of yes. So this number that you came up with is supposed to represent this year. Personal year. So what I'll read a little bit of what they say the personal year is. Because I like what you're saying so far. I just want to make sure I'm understanding we're talking about this year. (laughs) So every year of the nine year cycle will be filled with different adventures to help you grow and evolve throughout your life. 
Okay. The unique experiences, challenges, and opportunities of each cycle will all add important knowledge and coping skills to your toolbox. Some years are easier than others. Some feel fast, some slow. Events will make more sense because you can recognize and reflect on them with the perspective of numerology. Having this information means that your lessons will come easier and your growth will be more seamless. Take the advantage of the predictive powers of the personal year and become an active architect of your life. So what you would do is basically you would take the current year plus your year. Okay. So this would be your year. So three is your year for this year. Okay. Got it. Three is the number for my year this year. Got it. Yes. And it sounded good because you said this is the year of yes for me. Love it. Yes. So I'll start again. It says, this is your year of yes, except every invitation you get and meet as many people as you can. It will also be an emotional year. And that means all of the emotions, anger, fear, sadness, joy, frustration, and more. Find a creative outlet you can channel your heightened emotional energy into. Your creativity and communication skills will be at their peak this year. This is also your date with destiny. In year three, you will likely meet someone who has a major impact on your life or gives you a life-changing opportunity. cool. The number three and tarot is related to creativity, collaboration, and community, which I heard ring through in what you're reading. Yes. So I think that works together for you. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So what was yours? My personal year was two. Mine was a two. All right. Now this one's come up before because that was also maturity. And this one in tarot is choice, duality, and partnership. So what does it mean as far as your year? This says the year of relationships and patience. So it says this year is the time to nurture the seeds you've planted in year one. Your time will be best used by tending to those big ideas you set in motion last year. You will make strong connections and meet people who can help you further your goals and dreams. This is a great time for romantic connections and expansion of family. Ooh, Trisha. (laughs) This year moves a little slower than last and your patience and ability to compromise will be put to the test. You will experience heightened sensitivity. And because there's, it's a master year, which is 11. If you're in my picture, if it shows 11 as like one and one coming together, it means one's coming together, getting married, having a baby, or if I'm with somebody, it's moving apart, such as divorce, departure of a loved one. You'll see how this year involves destined relationship events, Your intuition is high, so trust your instincts. Notice if you're being manipulative, stubborn, or selfish, which stems from the low vibration of the double one energy. Boy, it's a good thing I didn't get that one because, you know, you (laughs) said relationship and kids or divorce, all that would be bad for me. (laughs) Right? I am married. I already have kids. (laughs) Just like a big, right? bad year. (laughs) So see, and I'm, I'm single. Yep. Don't have kids. I just have my fur babies. That's right. You know, maybe a change for you, but it also said you have to be patient. Yeah. Which that's the hard part. 
Right. Yes. Being patient. Patience is always hard. Right. Right. I mean, we'll see on that. And then what I did also for us is our attitude stress level on how we work together. So let me get to that number and what it means. Our attitude stress number is two. All right. So I'm just going to throw this in here in tarot. That is partnership and duality. So, so far to me, that sounds good. Right. But I'm curious to see what you have. So for attitude stress number two, you will need to practice patience with one another, be sensitive to each other's needs and compromise, which when we're running a business, right, that's true, because you have to compromise in this relationship. It sounds like the rules we have outlined in our partnership agreement. Exactly. So you would take each of our soul numbers. Oh, okay. And then subtract them. Oh, your soul number was seven and mine was five. So seven minus five is two. Okay. So that's how it works. This would be a good one to use for you and your husband to see your attitude stress between you two. Yeah, that would be interesting. So that's a good one if you're married to figure out if it works well for you too. It's hard to sometimes when you're married. So now you have the, what I did is our personal days and cycles is the next one we did. And what is that supposed to mean? Days and cycles. The personal days are the final layers of your cycle. You will feel the energy of the days less than your personal year or personal month but they do hold important information that can guide you to choosing special dates, such as when to have important conversation, surgeries, plan an event like a wedding or take certain action. Okay. So your personal day is five. Okay. So this says for you, make a change network or promote guard against being too impulsive, focus your energy, be ready for change. The day may not go as planned Hmm. on any of the fifths. Oh, so a fifth of any month is the time they're saying make a change. Those are the good times to do that. Okay. The fifth is a good day to make a change. I'll keep that in mind. Your personal month is actually, which is weird was the same, which was five. Oh, but so it'd be five, five may. Okay. May. All right. So that's that. And then for my personal day is nine. So I got the last one, (laughs) which is kind of what you've told me about the Tara as well. Alone near completion. Yeah. So it says wrap things up, release and forgive, practice random acts of kindness, give something away, finalize projects and details. Interesting. So it's the finalization kind of thing, which is interesting. And my personal month was four, which is April. So let me go into that. So your personal month was five. It was May, right? So it says avoid gossip and drama, embrace change. You may be clumsy and accident prone this month. Oh, okay. Be careful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when it comes to May, be careful this year. Yeah, okay. For me with the four, don't procrastinate, take care of details and anything you've left undone. Stay on top of your health. Okay. That kind of goes for you every month. Basically. Yeah. But even too, because four is taxes. Oh, okay. Yep. Your individual taxes are due on April 15th. Right, right. So you have to make sure everything, all the details are refined and taken care of. And you can't procrastinate on that or shouldn't procrastinate on 
Right, right. So I can see that. And then it goes into a lot of other different things, which goes into creating your birth chart, which I didn't do for each of us because that goes way in depth. This was a lot to take in and this was great. Yes. And it was very interesting and exciting to see how numerology can play in guiding us in our lives. And I am yes. curious how this plays into afterlife. I don't think they're up there making numbers, but who knows? No, because <laughs> with the name, it has to be right for you. Yeah. So, and if it's not right for you, you'll be like, your whole life will be <laughs> like not what it's supposed to be. Okay. So if they're like, oh, should I name her Emma or should I name her Misty? Yeah, definitely. Your destiny was for it to be Misty, not say Emma. Right, right, right. Okay. So if you give your child a wrong name, you're going to mess them up. You're going to mess them up for life. (laughs) And if you decide what day you want to give birth, I could too. Yeah. Change their destiny and all their numbers as well. Like you say, I wanted my child born on February 2nd, 2022. There's that two, 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 two. Yeah. Yeah. That can change their destiny as well. Cause what if they weren't meant to be born on February 2nd, 2022. Now it just sounds like that maybe there is some computer code behind our lives. (laughs) Right. I know it's all these numbers. You're like, wait, is this really real? As you saw these numbers with your life that you're leading right now. They were pretty in tune. They were pretty accurate. That was kind of cool. I've never looked into this before. So I appreciate you sharing this and putting in the work to do math on the side. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, it took me a while to sit there and go, oh my gosh. Okay. This, 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 this. Right, Right. I was like, I love math, but I didn't realize (laughs) No, that was pretty cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And also, like we were talking about the angel numbers too. Let me just give you that book that I got. Oh, yeah, yeah. That can help you look up what each number means. And it also gives a little bit detail on how they came up with these numbers and what they mean. So it's called the Angel Numbers Book. And it is by Mystic Michaela. Mystic Michaela. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's a it's basically it helps you understand the messages your spirit guides are sending you, which are your angels as well. Well, we will include that book as well as the numerology book in our notes and a link to our Amazon account, which we'd appreciate if anybody is interested in those books to follow the link below. And that will help us keep doing our research and looking into fun topics about life and afterlife life and and look where it takes us you just never know numerology of all things exactly so go find out your birth number and your destiny number that's it for today thanks for listening we'd love to hear from you so email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com our podcast surviving death and dying is available worldwide on apple spotify Google, iHeart, Amazon Audible, Listen Note, Facebook, YouTube, and more. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com, where we have links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. We did it again. We survived death and dying. Another episode. Because we believe life and love never dies.